Hey there, and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. Well, it's another beautiful day here. It's 23rd of May, 2017, Tuesday. And in my part of the country, in my part of the UK, it's a, it's a beautiful morning. It's warm, it's sunny, just as it was a beautiful morning yesterday. Now, you may note that there's a, a little bit of a difference in the tone today. There was no intro music and maybe I sound a little subdued. And well, to be honest, that's because I am subdued. Uh, yesterday, as I say, was a beautiful day. I got um, quite a bit of work done. Uh, I did more work on the course than I'm putting together. I recorded the podcast yesterday. I had a lovely walk with my dog, Jack, in the morning. All in all, it was a good day. Until just before I went to bed last evening. And uh, I took one last look at my phone and there was a, a breaking news item of what seemed to be an explosion in Manchester. Now, Manchester in the UK is, is somewhere I, I know reasonably well. Uh, for 10 years, I worked for a business based in Manchester. And while you've heard me say before that I, I worked for 12 years in, in a job I hated and 20 years in a job I tolerated, well, 10 of those 20 years were for this business in Manchester. Now, if you've listened closely before, it was the job I tolerated, not the people. The people were wonderful. I have never worked with a better bunch of people than those that I worked with in Manchester and for that business. And we would regularly meet up uh, either in Manchester or or in Spain. But I'm going off a a tangent. So I immediately, because it was somewhere I knew and um, I had people I care about there, I decided that I'd stay up a little longer and see how things developed in the hope, in the hope that this was uh, a false alarm. But as it transpired, it wasn't. It was an attack, and it was the most cowardly of attacks on a concert. Uh, A singer by the name of Ariana Grande, who probably means more to you than she does to me, a young, young woman, whose fans predominantly are young girls, young teenage girls. So it seems that a suicide bomber thought that that would make an ideal target for his or her at this stage. I have no idea whether it was a male or female. It's, it's probably safe to assume, although that's always dangerous, safe to assume on the balance of probabilities it's a male, that um, this twisted person thought that that would be uh, a reasonable target to, to forward his or her aims. That person was wrong. That person was wrong on so many levels. Because it will do nothing to forward whatever those aims are at the moment. We don't know at the moment. And I, I'm not going to add to the speculation. But that person's aims were wrong. They will not be forwarded by, uh, by his or her actions. Instead, today, the families of 22 people are bereaved. And I believe at this moment there are 59 injured accounted for. There are still families who are looking for their daughters. A despicable act. A despicable act. Sadly, on these shores, we're no strangers to terrorist attacks. Um, I lived in London during the late 70s and early 80s. And during that time, the, the IRA were quite active. And in fact, I was in up in central London when the, uh, the Harrods bomb went off. And uh, I heard it. I felt it. 
I wasn't close to it, but I felt it. It was so powerful. I felt that felt it. Similarly, uh, another attack was closer to where I lived, and it it rattled the windows. Literally rattled the windows of of the apartment that I was in. And my parents were visiting at the time, and both of those attacks were by the IRA, and um, we we lived through a lot of that. But it didn't change us. It didn't bow us. It didn't change our way of life. Because what changed things with with uh, with Ireland was not was not the bomb. It was when people sat down and talked. It's when people sat down and talked. And that's when things started to change. Look, and sorry if I, I'm sounding a little emotional. It's because I am a little emotional. Now, we recently had another attack that made the news around the world. It was the attack on Westminster Bridge when uh, I'll describe him as a madman. Anybody who does this sort of thing is beyond contempt. They've already lost their argument, as far as I'm concerned. He drove his vehicle uh, along the pavement, what you'd call the sidewalk probably in, in other parts of the country, and mowed down people on the bridge itself before crashing his car and murdering a police officer who was there to protect members of parliament and the public before being killed himself by armed police officers. Now, I said at the time, I hoped that they wouldn't name the perpetrator. Not because I believe in censorship, far from it. But because the perpetrator wants to be remembered. That's the whole point. They want their act and themselves to be remembered in their twisted ideology. The same, I'm guessing, of the perpetrator of last night's atrocity. He or she wants to be remembered. Now, of course it's important that the police and the security forces know who carried this out. Of course it's inf- important for their investigation to find out who was behind this, because the chances are that there's somebody who has twisted this individual's way of thinking. There's somebody behind this. Of course it's important that they know who they're dealing with, why they did this. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's not because I'm not interested. Of course I'm interested. But I don't want to know because I don't want to be part of remembering who this person was. I don't. Our memories should be of the people he or she has wiped out and those whose lives he or she has changed by this dreadful act. So, look, I may be a lone voice in this, but I honestly believe if there was some agreement that while the actions would be reported, the individual would not. The name of the individual would not be reported in any, in any of these instances. Then I'm guessing that the, somehow in their twisted mind, some of the glory, some of the varnish, some of the gilding would be rubbed off and it wouldn't seem as attractive to them. It's got to be worth a try. It's got to be worth a try. But I can tell you this, it doesn't matter how many of these attacks that we sustain as a people. And I'm talking as a people, I'm talking globally. I'm not talking, there's nothing nationalistic in this. I'm talking globally. It doesn't matter how many times these people attack ordinary, peaceful people. They're not going to win. They're not going to win. 
Look, I understand that this is a, a complex issue, and maybe my take on it is far too simplistic. I'm not here to say that my country or the West in general hasn't done atrocious things in the past. I'm not here to say that right now we're not making mistakes. We are. We do. And I, I'm saddened by that. But what I am saying is that the, the terrorists, the clue is in the name, they want to breed terror. Well, if we don't take any notice of them, if we don't take any notice of them as individuals, of course we notice the acts. Of course we notice the victims. Of course we mourn for those he or she wipes out in their atrocious act. Of course all of that. But if we don't take any notice of the individual and focus it all on caring and love for those who have lost, then they have already lost because we're brought together by this, not split asunder. But I know this is a, a, a rambling and emotional one, and apologies for that, but I hope you can understand. I've exchanged emails with this morning with friends up in Manchester, and thankfully, thankfully, they all seem okay. Now, even in that, I feel a sort of guilt that I'm saying thanks that my friends are okay, but somebody else's friends or daughters or loved ones or whatever are not okay. That's where the focus should be, not on who committed this evil deed. If you're still listening, thank you. It has been subdued. It has been emotional. I'm uh, still feeling pretty raw about the whole thing. But what am I going to do today? Well, I'm going to do exactly what I've just been saying. I'm going to ignore this person. My thoughts are going to be with those who are injured, their families, those who have died and their families. My thoughts are going to be with them. They're not going to be with the perpetrator of this deed. But the way I can best honour them is by carrying on. By carrying on and doing what I do. And ignoring this twisted individual who brought this horrific attack on innocence. Thank you for listening.